Welcome to The Winding Road Home, now available on demand of virtually all major podcast platforms now, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, just to name a few. I'm Russ Salerno, your show host, and alongside me is my lovely wife, Yvette. How are you doing, Yvette? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Awesome. We would love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review if you like the show. If you don't like the show... Don't review us at all. I wouldn't. What do you think? Just don't don't review us all. Just <laughs> just forget about it. Forget about, forget about it. it. Yeah, forget about it. Also, uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. And you can contact us uh, currently uh, via email at thewindingroadhome at gmail.com. This podcast, folks, is simply a response to God's tugging on our hearts to do something bigger than we are. And something we're completely unfamiliar with, uh, mics, podcast, just any of this stuff is just different. But I didn't, you know, we just didn't want to say no. We're just going to trust God. And we believe that there is more that God is going to do here. And we thank you for, uh, we're so grateful that you would take a moment out of your day to listen to the show. It means a great deal to us. And we love each and every one of you. We also want to thank all of our servicemen and women for what they do to protect our freedoms. It's amazing. They put their lives out there for us, um, and uh, they get they don't get enough credit. They absolutely do not. Yeah, you it's you couldn't you couldn't pay me. Can't to, imagine what it would enough. be like without them. Yes, and they're just chaos. You know, they just get a they just get a bum rap. I mean, there's do. there's a maybe there's a couple of bad apples in the bunch but there ain't many I, and i know a lot of we know a lot of great people yes and law enforcement military just great you, people you can't you can't but argue. you never hear about the good ones you always hear about the bad ones unfortunately right right so so here's to here's to all the service men and women let's uh we we just gotta thank them for their service hey you know when i was uh getting ready for the show um my computer fell asleep and I've always wondered about that. Why, why do computers need to sleep? I mean, for crying out loud, they're, uh, they have an endless source of power attached to them. Um, and I get the energy savers and all that good stuff. And you're I'm probably going to get people to tell me, hey, you know, aren't you part of the Green New Deal? Or don't you put your computer to sleep every two seconds? And no. you tuck it in with a blanket. This one doesn't, it doesn't need a blanket. It just goes <laughs> to sleep. I, I, and I can't stand it. I, I just, I, it's amazing. So uh, another thing that kind of uh, gets me <clears throat> is uh, that was folding the laundry the other day, and you know, she always she she does laundry, and I help her a little bit. She she would think she would tell you that I never do the laundry, but I say never, just not as often as I do. Well, okay, so she's noticing that there's only like when she's done and everything's folded that there's like this sock or socks that don't match, and there's a sock and socks. Well, but they don't match. But no, but see you. And what I don't understand of it is you, is you call, you say, Hey, I have an extra sock. And I don't, I don't, I just, I want to just disagree that the sock is not extra. We, we don't, it's not an extra sock. It's missing a match. Okay. But don't, you can't call it an extra sock uh, because 
it's just missing. So, I mean, there, there's something really wrong with calling it exercise. If, if, if our dryer is kicking out socks, we need to be in the sock business, okay? No, 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 because because there's a, a sock left, so it's an extra sock in in the, in the whole bin. No. No, I'm going to disagree with you there, because if we started with 100 socks and one of them's missing, that means there's going to be one out of, so there's going to be 98, and the 99th one is going to be the one that's missing a pair, missing the, the partner. So I just need to say, I've got some missing socks. There we go. And now we're talking. Now we're talking. So, so can we agree? It's technically the same. So we can we agree it's not an extra sock because that just mentally that just messes with me when you say that. So it's not an extra sock. All right. Well, it is. We've. But but I'll call it a missing sock. It makes you happy. We saw the toilet paper issue and how to install that uh, properly uh, many moons ago, and now we've got this done. So any of you that call it extra socks, don't do it because there's no such thing. But there might be a Bermuda Triangle of socks where they go somewhere in the filter or somewhere. I, I, I've checked the the filter and there's nothing. I, I don't know where they go. I don't know. Anyway. I've given up. That's when we just buy new socks. Yes. Or now kids just wear socks that don't match, so it's all good. It doesn't matter. It's kind of like guys in underwear, right? We just throw them on. Oh, we're not We're not going there. We're not going there. Not well, going where there. we need to go is announcements. <laughs> um, there is an announcement that we do need to make about Operation Just One. Operation Just One is a grassroots effort where Christians will go out on March 16th, and actually thousands of Christians have have verbalized their desire, um, both formally and informally, to share the gospel on March the 1st, or I'm sorry, March the 16th, um, and it's called Operation Just One, and the effort is, it can be just you. You don't have to make a big deal at your church. You can. You can tell your church about it, or just go do it by yourself, and it's between you and God, but go and share the gospel on 316. <clears throat> That's John 316, March the 16th, and today is the 5th. Fifth. Fifth. Yeah, mm-hmm. the 5th. So 11 days away, operationjustone.com. You can go there, and uh, there's some uh, downloadable resources if you're unfamiliar or, or uncomfortable sharing the gospel. You can download a free uh, PDF that just kind of helps, you know, with, with some icebreakers and things like that. So <clears throat> anyway... When we come back, we will uh, talk a little good, the bad, and the crazy. All right, so the the good, the bad, and the crazy uh, always deserves a a uh, segment intro. So let's uh, let's go with the segment intro. The good, the bad, and the crazy. All right, so is that, uh, am I getting better at that? The announcer voice. I can change my voice. Anyway, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go through all that. I do need to practice that though, because I like the intro. It feels very newsy, newsworthy. Like I'm getting ready to hear something that, that I really need. To, I need to like sit down and listen to this, because what, what Russ is getting ready to say is very important. Right? It, it sounds that it's way. It's groundbreaking. I would stop if I if I were if I were driving I would probably pull over the side of the road and just focus on what what this person's getting ready to say with that music. Oh, oh really? You? Mm. Yeah. It, yeah. So the good uh, I, a thug has been arrested. I don't know if you heard about this, but um, there there was a 
a, a guy who punched this this uh, conservative. Uh, he was a protester, and this conservative guy just kind of standing there, and this guy um, sucker punched this 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 guy on campus. And if you've seen the video, um, so Zachary Greenberg is this thug who sucker punched this guy named Hayden Williams. And they're on the campus of Berkeley, and I watched a video, and it was just unbelievable. I mean, this guy got tattooed, and he walked away. This guy walked away thinking he was going to get away with it and, you know, whatever. <clears throat> and there was so much video. I mean, here's the, here's the deal, folks. Don't commit a crime. In, I mean, first of all, don't commit a crime, period. But if you're going to commit one, make sure there's no cameras around. And guess what? In 2019... There's cameras everywhere. Everywhere. So no matter where you go, you're being filmed. Big brother, whoever, you're being filmed. So you best believe that you're you're going to get busted. And and, he, and here we go. So um, you know, good for him. He's um, he's been he's been arrested, and um, uh, I think it's three counts. He's been he's been uh, three or three felonies. Uh, so there's assault, battery with ser- serious bodily injury criminal threats, and then a misdemeanor of vandalism, and he's being arraigned tomorrow. Was the other uh, Was the other young man, Hayden, was he, it says it was serious bodily harm. Was he, did he end up <clears throat> hospitalized or anything? Uh, he's got a black eye. I mean, I saw the, I, I saw him on, he was on TV. I saw a picture of him, and he's got, he's got a pretty messed up eye, but mm. um, bottom not line that is. getting hit in the head isn't never a good idea. Well, no, it's not. I mean, I was wrestling the dog the other day, and he, he popped up and hit me in the lip, and I thought I was uh, going to get. I thought I, I, bl- I almost blacked out. Thought I was have to take this you to guy, the hospital. This guy reared back and uh, yeah, I just got a paw to the face. This this guy got the, the whole. Oh, whole can fist. you imagine going to the hospital for that one? So what happened to you? I Mr. would make Slano? up a different story. <laughs> I would not go, and and the, the story would be we'd have to communicate and come a up, really come up good with something story. Really good, but um, yeah, so um, good news there. Thug arrested. Also, some interesting uh, news, and and um, I think it's. It's good you news. Know, yeah, it is. It's. I don't know if you've heard. There's a um, there, there's a a girl named um, her name is Tony Harris, and she just received a football scholarship. She's the first uh, first woman to ever receive a uh, a football scholarship. She's going to play for the Central Methodist University. It's an NAIA school, so it's a small school, but nonetheless, <clears throat> she she has signed a letter of intent to play football. And um, look her up. Uh, her, you know, her story, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but I mean, you know, goodness gracious, she's got a dream to become an NFL football player. That's a whole nother show. The NFL is one uh, that's, I mean, uh, what go for What position does she play? Uh, I believe she's a, she's like a, a safety or a defensive back. Oh, wow. So she's, you know, those are smaller players on the field and she's got some speed, which, you know, girls have, you know, there's, I, I know quite a few fast girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's typically known as a man's sport. I'm not trying to be, you know, um, anti-women, but I mean, it's a man's sport. So good luck to her. Um, and I wish her the best. That's an interesting, uh, you know, it's, it's good that, I mean, you know, let's, let's give her some props. I mean, that's good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when I just did that, uh, vet started clapping her hand, like really, like she was really literally clapping her hand. I was like, wow, no, the computer's doing that. So we don't have to, I was we, helping it out a little but bit, but you can add, you can do like the little, um, the little, um, you couldn't hear me. I was I kind of air country clapping. club clap where it's oh. just, uh, you know, just a little tap. Just like but with my Royal wave. You could do that. With- you can do the Royal wave. Not, not a big fan of that. <clears throat> um, so the crazy, let's skip to the crazy. We'll leave the, 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 the bad news last. The crazy. Um, 
what is the crazy today? Did we talk about that? Oh. Well, well, well th- we didn't. Well, well isn't I'll most you, of the news crazy? Most of the news is crazy. And, How about and, all the other news? Just well, look at all the other news. Well, I think what's I think well I think what is crazy is is um, well let's go ahead and talk politics again because um you know AOC uh, yet again here we go uh, talking a little AOC um, that's that's Cortez if you if you're not familiar I mean, we we talk about her well it's easy to talk about her a lot because she's she's finding herself in the news more and more she and, and she and her uh, staff chief of staff uh, have apparently illeg- illegally moved. $885,000 in campaign contributions off the books and no one knows where it went. Apparently. Now I don't, I'm just, she's, she's in big trouble. I mean, there's, there's some issues there and, um, heck we you know, know of other people in politics that are quote in big trouble and nothing happens to them. You think yeah. nothing's going to happen. Well, you just, you just can't, you, you know, you just can't trust almost anybody in, in, in government anymore. And I mean, Barney Fife just, has got a word or two always about this, and, and Barney, what's what's your what's your deal? How do you feel about the um, about Washington? Next thing you know, they'll be on motorcycles wearing them leather jackets and zooming around. They'll take over the whole town, a reign of terror. A reign of terror. Wow. Okay. Well, I believe it already is, but uh, yeah, good. Good. I think good he's going to be saying that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have him on the show quite often. Um, he's um, he's almost a prophet. Um, well, let's talk about the bad. Which is kind of the sad and bad. Yeah, it's sad and bad. And I, I hate it, but it's it's reality, folks. So, uh, you know, Luke Perry passed away at age 52 years old. Um, those of you who, who know... Who are our age. Yeah, you know him from the 90210 thing. And uh, just, a, you know, a young guy, 52 years. And that's like two years older than me and he dies of a massive uh massive heart attack and stroke i think stroke no, it was a stroke mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was it was a stroke sorry about that and um it was a massive stroke here it says um surrounded by his family um he was admitted to the hospital for observation and at the time his rep did not confirm reports that he'd been that he'd suffered a stroke um but um he yeah, he went into a coma and never came out and just a bad deal Sad, and he has what two children? Uh, I think it's two children. Yeah, it says uh, here. This is uh, from uh, the Fox uh, Fox News. He was surrounded by his children, Jack and Sophie, fiance Wendy Madison uh, Bauer, ex wife Minnie Sharp, his mom and stepfather and brother, sister, close family and friends. I mean, everybody got there to see him uh, before he passed away. Yeah, the sad thing is we expect to, you know, our parents are having friends pass away and they're loved, you know, people that are their age. We're talking people in 70s, 80s. Yeah. And we're looking at someone just over 50, which is our age. And it's hard to believe, but he's not the first person lately. You had a friend from college just die of a heart attack a couple days ago. Several. I've had friends die that were in high school with me. It's and a lot of it is heart related um, cancers. And it's gets hitting them earlier, and it's really making us look at our mortality uh, even closer. Well, the older you get, that happens naturally. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I, start, I start thinking like, you know, I mean, how how far off am I? But I can't. I have to have a sense of urgency about what um, what I'm doing with the gospel, right? I got to share the gospel, and we'll talk about that's going to actually segue into our what we're going to talk about today. But uh, the the thing is, we don't know. 
and uh, you know, I talked to my dad the, not too long ago, and he just he said he um, and sorry about that. That was what was that? That was her phone. My phone fell off. She, she dropped her phone, and yeah. So I hope my hope it didn't break. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's fine. It'll be anyway, hundred and fifty dollars anyway, replacement so, fee. So um, I was talking to my dad the other day, and he was just talking about. He just said, "You know, I feel like I'm going to a funeral every single day, every single weekend. There's just a funeral every week." And you know, he's in he's in his mid seventies, and yeah, I mean, I can't. That's a different place, you know, when you're seeing that. And but you don't have to be that age to to to, to have that sense of urgency about you know the gospel and the realization that any day could be your day. Right. So, um, we are, um, uh, we, we, uh, praying for the, uh, Perry family and, and, um, uh, just, uh, gotta be a tough, tough time. I mean, one, one day you're on top of the world the next day you're gone. So we'll be praying for them. And, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the urgency of the gospel and, uh, rolling the dice with your soul. We'll be right back. All right, so um, I wanted to share a little bit of, uh, about um, a, a thing that I do, and I, I actually I actually carry with me at all times a uh, some dice. And now I don't do it because I gamble and I don't play dice, but I use it as a as an example, as an illustration that you can um, you can be rolling the dice with your soul. And in in, in the illustration, it's Pretty much, if you roll snake eyes, you've 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 met your you met that's your day, and so there's a one in thirty six chance that you're going to roll snake eyes. That's that's the odds. And um, I wanted to share a story about a friend of mine who died not too long ago. Um, she worked with me, and um, I, she she was interested in in the, the gospel. Um, she knew I was a Christian, and she would come into my office quite often and asked me questions about Jesus and she saw my dice on the table and her name was Patty and um, she saw these dice on the table and was always you know kind of wondering well, what, are, what are those for and and I told her you know hey it's just it's just an illustration and she wasn't she, when I first met her she was not a Christian she um, she's she would roll the dice and say well you know at least I didn't roll snake eyes today I guess I'm okay and she would come in my office almost literally every day of the week Every day and roll the dice. Nine o'clock in the morning, right around that time, she'd come in. Hey Russ, how's it going? She'd roll the dice, and if it if it wasn't snake eyes, she'd be like, "Oh, I guess I'm okay today." And um, you know, we'd sit and we'd talk, and she'd ask me questions about Jesus, and she knew I was a Christian because I told her, I just flat out told her. And right about um, let's say November of before she died. Um, she began to ask deeper questions about God. And I think that she was under some pressure because of her friends, some friends that maybe just certain people that maybe she felt like she wanted to impress, you know, and, and, and not disappoint because maybe she, I, I feel like maybe she felt like if she made a decision for Christ that her friends would abandon her and she didn't want that. 
But I think down deep inside, she really believed in Jesus. Um, but she was, she was almost, she was too afraid to tell anybody. So she kept asking these questions, and um, deeper and deeper, she started listening to some Christian music. And we always talked about rolling the dice. You never know. You never know. And at, at fifty, she was fifty-three, I believe, when she died. She was on her way back from a trip with her boy, her new boyfriend um, on a motorcycle on January the 2nd, I believe it was. And um, sure enough, a truck pulled out in front of them and both her and her boyfriend were killed on the spot, apparently. And I got to thinking... I got a call. I got a call from uh, another good friend of mine, Marie, and she told me about this and she was crying because she was a good friend of Patty's as well. And I started crying because after I hung up, I was trying to be tough guy with Marie. You know, I don't want to cry in front of Marie, but I mean, I couldn't believe it. Here was a girl that would come into my office and roll those dice every single day. And we talked about rolling the dice. You never know. And she never, she, who would think that you're going, you're going on a trip to the beach, you're coming back. You think you're coming back and going to work. And I mean, the toughest thing is going back, going back to work that day and not seeing her there and seeing the empty desk. And I mean, I worked with her every day. It's, it was tough. She was the first face you'd see and anybody saw. Yeah. She was right there in the front. Yeah. And so uh, the brevity of life, it, it, guys, you just don't know when it's going to happen. And, um, it's, it's so important for us to, to go out there and share the gospel and, and, and because, because we don't have that knowledge. I, I once talked to a pastor about evangelism, and he said, Russ, you know, you, you can't be so, uh, you can't be so uh, you know, talking to people a lot about it. You've got to have the right moment and all this other stuff. And, and I, I thought, okay, well, I'll, I'll go with this analogy. Let's, 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 deal, let's, let's work this. He said, it's like, he said, Russ, it's kind of like a golf course. You know, evangelism is like the different club. You have a, you have a club for every situation. So you know, if you're a driver, you got your this, you got you got your putter. And I said, okay, so if we're going with this analogy, then the putter is like the last club. It's like right before the end of the hole, which is the which is the end of life. Am I am I right? And he's, he says, yeah. And uh, so you would always use your putter on the green. That makes sense. Yeah, he said, yeah. I said, so how do you know then? If I'm going with this analogy, how do you know where someone is when you're looking at them face-to-face, where they are on the course? Are they in a sand trap? Are they in the middle of the fairway? Or are they just an inch away from passing from this side of eternity to the next? So why aren't we... I mean, and I guess the question is really, if you knew someone was going to be dead the next day, if you knew someone was going to die, let's say, in the next two hours... What would you do? How would you talk to him? Would you talk to him about the weather? Would you talk to him about the latest movie? Um, or, or would you talk to him about eternal matters? Exactly. I mean, well, but the whole thing is people people say, well, you don't know when someone's going to die. But that's the whole point. You don't know. So you have to treat everybody like there's a sense of urgency. And I always... Um, I kind of laugh about it, but it's so true. I've heard other people, you, your analogy is, you know, I know where I'm going. I know I'm going to heaven and I want to take as many people with me as I can. So that's your, 
that's always been kind of your way of saying, this is why I evangelize. This is why I speak to people so much because the eternity is eternity. And that's a long time and a long time in, in hell. Yeah. Um, is a long time. Oh, wait a minute. Did you just say hell? Oh, yes, wait a minute. Did. We're not supposed to talk about that. Uh, let me tell you, folks, uh, I just, Yvette told me this the other day, and, I, and I've heard this before, but it's, it's absolutely true, that um, sugar-coated preaching, the sugar-coated gospel, right, mm-hmm. causes truth decay. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's serious and funny at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Um, truth decay, though. No, it's, it's, it's for real. Like, like, the truth is decaying in America because we're sugar-coating everything. It's like a, you know, the United States is like, like a big candy store. We got, we got gobstoppers. We got uh, sweet tarts, snicker bars. There's everything but health food. And um, we're, we're, we're dying on sweets. We're all diet. We're, we're spiritually diabetic. How about that? That's a, there, there's a new one right there. Spiritually diabetic. We are, we're, we're day in and day out, guys. Get rid of the candy. When you look at you look in the mirror and you look like you look like you need to work out, you and you, you just say you just got, you look at yourself and you go, you know, I got to do something. I'm throwing all the candy out, and you go and you get rid of all your candy and the chips and this, and I'm going to start working out. It's because you're disgusted, guys. Look in the mirror. Look at America. We're we're filthy. We're rotten. And so we need to go out and, and share the gospel. Here's Penn Jillette is a as a comedian. He's a he's a magician or whatever. He's got this show and and he's an atheist. He's he'll tell you he's an atheist. He's not afraid, but he doesn't mind someone proselytizing him. He he likes that actually. And he said, and I love this coming from an atheist. How much do you have to hate somebody if you knew about the gospel and you knew that and you believed that that was the only way to heaven? How much do you have to hate somebody to not share that with them? That's coming from an atheist. I love that. I always about, thought that was so interesting that he said that. Yeah, I love that about Pendulet. And even though he's an atheist, and I think atheists are just—I mean, there's no such thing. Everyone believes in God. I think atheists are just in denial. But but you know, way to go, Pen. That's exactly right. If you have Christ living inside of you, truly, and Christ put Himself on the cross, then why wouldn't you put yourself out there to go talk to that? That's friend? like having a cure for cancer and not wanting to share it with anybody. How, yeah, yeah. How would <clears throat> when you wanted to share it with everybody? That's money, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, you know, actually, uh, Barney Fife is, uh, believe it or not, has a little something to say about the about the man inside of the man. And Barney, what what is it? Can you can you tell me a little bit about the the depravity of man? Inside that man's body is a little child calling out for help. Help me, help me, he's saying. Help me, help me, saying. Inside, that man is a little child saying, help me, help me. Look, here's, here's, the, here's the deal, guys. If you're, a, if you're a guy and you're a tough guy, you ain't so tough. You're flesh and bone. And you could be Luke Perry tomorrow. <clears throat> so this is what I suggest that you do. If you don't know the Lord is your Savior, then you you get on your knees and you repent of your sins right now and you put your trust in Christ as your Lord and Savior. Just like you trust a parachute jumping out of a plane, you'd never jump out of a plane without a parachute. Do not jump out of this plane of life without Jesus Christ as your parachute. 
And, and trust me, as much as you think you can fly, you can't. Okay? And those of you that are Christian, and you know that person, you know that person, you know you need to be talking to them. Operation Just Once coming up. Think about them, put them on a list, pray for them, and go do it. Pray for yourself, too. Pray that God gives you courage to go out and share on that day. And you don't have to wait till March the 16th. I mean, for goodness sake. And email us. We'll pray for you. Do it now. Yes, and email us if you like. Or and many of you know us personally, so call us personally, and, and I will absolutely pray for you. And those of you that don't know us, email email us at the, the, the windingroadhome at gmail.com. Um, but just do it. And, I, and you're, you're going to hear a lot of evangelism in this show because we are evangelists by nature. I am. I, I just love sharing the gospel. I love to hear what people believe, and and I love sharing the gospel. I will I will preach the gospel, as Billy Graham said, until there's no more breath in, in, in me. And that's just, I just don't, that's all that really matters. I mean, on, on the daily, I want to find somebody to talk to about this. So, um so that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I wanted to share with you the story about Patty, and um, um, it was such a blessing to have her in my in my life. And um, many of the people that still work with me um, miss her, and um, I want to dedicate this show to her. And uh, and obviously, we dedicate all of our shows to, to Jesus Christ, but this show kind of in memory of uh, of Patty. And um, so. Anyway, that, that wraps the show up. We're going to keep it to 30 minutes, and we're coming right up on it. And uh, so we solved the extra sock issue. There's no extra socks ever. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Um, there's also a um, uh, the issue that we have with, um, well, we, we solved the toilet paper thing. That's that's done. But um, the extra socks, done. Got and computers that. going to sleep. Computers you just going to set sleep. it to never we, go to sleep. We we haven't figured out the computer going to sleep thing, and I don't think I, I don't get it. I'm mad. At, I just can't believe these computers. How is there even an option? There's no reason for them to sleep. <laughs> well, you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Go out and share your gospel with somebody. Don't be afraid. John three seventeen. Bye now.